You are listening to the Message Talk Show and Podcast. Do you believe you have something to share? Do you believe you have something to contribute? Do you have a story to tell the world, to share with your community? Gandhi said, man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So join us on the Message Talk Show and Podcast with host Alex Gordon. You are listening to the Message Talk Show and Podcast. Do you believe you have something to share? Do you believe you have something to contribute? Do you have a story to tell the world, to share with your community? Gandhi said, man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So join us on the Message Talk Show and Podcast with host Alex Gordon. We are live. Hey guys, it's me, Alex Gordon. It's me, Alex Gordon, once again. And I'm just trying to make sure I've got all the pieces together. Me, Alex Gordon, again today. Yes, tuning into the message show. I don't know where you're coming in from. You're coming from all over the world, anywhere in the world today. I talk about 7 billion people. 7 billion people talking to the world, talking to everybody. You know, um, today we have so many tools around us to help us to share our message. Now, if you have a message, if you believe you have something to share, if you believe you have something to offer the world, and I believe that you're called, you are called to greater things. You are called to the bigger things that are out there in life. But sometimes we get bogged down into the, 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 the miniature things of life, the everyday things of life. And it pulls us away from our destiny. It pulls us away from the things we ought to be doing. So today, this is the message show. Today, we, I have someone joining me all the way from the other side of the country. Now, he's not yet tuned in, but a great guy. He's going to come and, and speak to us, speak to us about what he's doing, um, speak to us about his creativity. The show today is a call, Awaking the Genius. Why do I call it Awaking the Genius? Because... There is a genius inside of you. It's unique to you. Now, there was a time in my life when I believed that I, I didn't have anything to offer. I didn't have anything to offer the world. I, I, I was just an accountant. I was just a management accountant. I would crunch numbers. I'd do that nine to five. And I'd do that for years, thinking that's all I was called to do. But then I began to tap into myself and develop myself. A lot of personal development. and realized that they had something more that I could offer. And the guy joining us, joining me today is one of those guys who's been that operating in that genius mentality all his life, was always talking about things that you couldn't see right here and now. He was always talking about things that were greater than now. Now he, he's tuning in now. So let me just connect him in. So let me just find him now where he is. So come on, now let me find out where he is now. He should be joining me right now. So not joined in, joined in. Yes, come on, come on, mister. Come on, mister, where are you? Where are you? Right, so until he comes, let's keep talking. So he was always talking about something that you couldn't see. He was always talking about the things you, you couldn't quite put your finger on. And because he was always 
um, called out in, in, in that genre, it meant that our conversations were, were just so different. Our conversations were great. Our conversations were awesome. No, he's just, he's just contacting me. Click the link in your... Yeah, so our conversation was always just so different. He, 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 he was, he was um, futuristic. And I remember the time when we used to talk about cars. We talk about electric cars. And this was like oh, about 20 years ago when he was talking about electric cars and how electric cars would impact our lives. And what about, what if we had cars that could, um, that, you know, could, 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 um, what was it now? Use the green stuff. Um, you use, use, use recyclable stuff, recyclable stuff for energy. Mine, you know, okay, you know, some of that stuff was way over my head, but this was the conversation we are having over 20 years ago. And then I happened to, um, to buy a book and this book really helped to focus me. And, I, 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 and those of you who read books, there's a book you ought to get. It's called The Dream Society. Very awesome book. And that book talks about where we're coming from and where we're heading to. Now, we've been through computerization. We've been through mechanization. We've been through automation. We've seen all the development of computers from that very early age processing all the power for us, to automating stuff, to getting stuff now at the point where we're talking about artificial intelligence, making decisions for us. Along that plane, there's one thing that's been constant. Now ask me what that is. Go on, ask me. Come on, ask me what that is. There's one thing that's always been constant along that plane, and that's your dream. Now, the book's called Dream Society, so I really love the book. The one thing that's remained constant is your dream. And when I remember when I wrote the book called What Is Your Dream, I'm trying to tap into your inner power, your inner strength, because what you see for yourself, what you understand for yourself, and what you're trying to become, no computer can make you do that. That comes from within. Let's invite him in. Give me a second, guys. I just need. I just need. It just sent me back and said the, his links not work. So let's drop him another links. If you, if you just give me a second, just to do that for him, so he can come into the show. Because you know sometimes, not everything happens on time when you want it to happen. And because it doesn't happen when you want it to happen, it becomes a challenge. So my challenge is today is to just get this gentleman into the show. And you know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome because he is coming on, but to for that to happen, we are facing challenges of the extreme. But tell me, man, what are challenges are you facing today? 
And I'm sure you're facing challenges of your own, but not like mine. But let me just send him this, Jill. Right, I'm almost there. Yep, I've got it. I think I've got it now. I've got it. I've got it. Man, it, it pays to have an assistant working with you all the time. Right. All right, so it's got the link. So, yeah, um, the one thing that should remain consistent is your dream. And let me, let me, let me assure you that no one can make your dream a reality other than you. No one can make you focus on your dream other than you. No one can make you bring you closer to where you're going other than yourself. That question always remains, what is your dream? And you know when it becomes bigger? Because it's when you understand that you are called for something greater than where you are right now. When you understand how called you are for the greater things that's in you, then you begin to understand because it's about what you're becoming. What you're becoming. Now you ask yourself, what am I really becoming? You're not sure, but you see the dream. You have an idea in your mind. You have an idea in your head. It's so simple. And you, you, you think, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. But if you just hang in there long enough, if you hang in there long enough with what you see, the small elements, every step you take is a bite size to your destiny. Every step you take is like one little bite size to your, to your destiny, to where you're going. But you can't see the full picture yet. And it doesn't manifest itself. Now, here's a word from the sponsor while, while our gentleman comes in. You are listening to the Message Talk Show and Podcast. Do you believe you have something to share? Do you believe you have something to contribute? Do you have a story to tell the world, to share with your community. Gandhi said, man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So join us on the Message Talk Show and Podcast with host Alex Gordon. And when you understand that, you're called. There There is a reasoning behind you finding that calling. Because if I was to give you, if somebody just dropped it in your plate, in your hands, everything you needed to be and become and, and is and am and becoming, if it was dropped in your plate, you would not appreciate it. If it was dropped in your plate, you wouldn't understand it. If it was dropped in your plate, you could never achieve it. Because 90% of the time, it's not so much the destination. It's not the destination. It's the journey. The journey that you're on allows you to become. The journey that you're on makes you become. It molds your mindset. It molds your attitude. It molds you. The experiences change you. And you become the person that you quite didn't set out to become. But in molding you and developing you, you become someone that becomes attractive to what you're doing. Do you understand that? So you're attractive. You become an attractive person. I like um, Dotcom Secrets talks about becoming the attractive character for your business, becoming the attractive character for your idea. You can only become the attractive character when you've been through something. You can only become the attractive character when you're making things happen, when you are, you are what would I say, going through the fire. 
Yeah, going through the fire. What do I mean by going through the fire? Well, you're developing things, you're making things happen. Everything's not happening as you want it to happen. But at the same time, you don't give up. You don't give up. You don't stop. You don't stop moving. You don't stop shaking. You don't stop everything you're trying to do. You keep moving because you know that at the end of it all, it's going to happen. It must happen. So that's why you ask the question, what is your dream? And if you ask the question, what is your dream? Then if you can paint the picture of what the dream that you see, then what's the vision? How do you develop that vision? Clear, concise vision, mental picture. Have you got that vision in your mind? And you've developed the vision and you've got the vision plain in front of you. And then you've got to drill it down to some goals. What is the first milestone that I want to achieve? What's the second milestone? What's the third milestone? And guys, it's not just going to happen. It's not just going to land on your feet, land in your arms. land. Nobody's going to give it to you. Nobody's going to give it to you. Trust me. Nobody's going to give it to you. You're going to have to sweat. You learn about sweating? I know everyone's talking about, you know, the the, the the virus that's hitting our country at the moment and, and, and we're in panic mode. We're in panic mode about what's going on. But here is another time when we help to look after each other. Here is a time when we help each other. Together, we can overcome this. Together, we can work together. So let's find a way to help each other, not destroy each other in the process. And so your calling helps you help other people. Because that's what it's all about. It's about helping each other, helping other people. And you're rewarded for the amount of people that you help. It's about helping people. If you find that what you're called to do is just about you, then hey, it can't be it. It can't be it. Because everything we do is supposed to help us contribute to that wider picture, that wider group, that wider society. If you think about Microsoft, and I remember when Microsoft was launched many years ago, and I used to moan about Microsoft because at the time there was um, there was a product called Lotus, I think it was Lotus Notes that was out there, and that was really good for for for, for doing spreadsheets. But companies moved to Microsoft because they, they he painted a bigger vision. Bill Gates was able to paint a bigger vision of a bigger product that had everything in it. There's Microsoft Suite. There was a Word. And there was Excel, there was PowerPoint, and there was the other database software that Microsoft had. And the businesses believed in the picture that he painted, the picture that he painted about his product. And although there were alternative products that were out there from time that was just as good, they lost market share. They lost out because of the picture that Microsoft was able to paint about its business and about where it was going. Now, trust me. The products at the time weren't 100%. They, we would find a fault and we complain and he'd send out the next release and we would test it again and he would send out the next release. Every release that came out improved the product. Every release that came out improved the bug. And for years, we were the testers of that product on the marketplace until it's become the product that is the household name now. Everyone uses. No one knows any other product. This generation doesn't really know any other product apart from the Microsoft suite of products that helps us in businesses. Now, can you imagine that one day you have an idea and it started so small, but you were able to paint such a big picture 
a clear, concise, mental picture of what this looked like and what it would become. Not that it was perfect at all, but you kept pushing snippets out. You kept pushing snippets out. And over a period of five, 10, 15 years, you just keep pushing snippets out, keep pushing snippets out until those snippets grow, until people become, begin to see you as an attractive character, until people begin to see your product as something that they want to work with, something they want to live with, something that they want to have in their households. Until today, your vision has become reality. Now imagine that happening to you. Imagine that happening to yourself. Imagine that happening to your company. Imagine that happening to your business and your idea. Imagine that happening to you. I believe that's going to, it's going to happen to you. But you have to recognize that you are called. Now, the, the stories I've read about Bill Gates was that from a very early age, he was focused on what he was doing. And no amount of distraction would take him away from the programming he was doing as a young child, the, 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 the deals he was doing when he was younger, the people he was helping, you know, the, the databases that he was programming. No amount of any distraction would pull him away from that. What's distracting you right now from your idea and your business? What's distracting you right now from what you're doing and what you want to do? What's distracting you? Because you're distracted, your idea is suffering. Your idea is not being given the full amount of energy that it deserves. Your idea deserves more energy. Your idea deserves more backing. Your idea deserves more exposure. Your idea deserves your 100% commitment to where you're going and what you want to do. It's important. And why am I going on about this? Because there's a genius inside of you that needs to come out. That there's a genius inside of you that needs, your idea needs to, to explore and exploit. The genie brings a genius, but it takes constant, consistent work. It takes repetition. See, consistency helps, but your, your, repetitive, your repetitive nature, or your, when you repeat an activity over and over again, and you repeat it so much until you become so good at it. When people see the end product, they go, wow, amazing. Now, they would have forgotten that they didn't see when you were developing. They didn't see the early stages of all the mistakes you were making. They didn't see when you, give, you gave that first presentation, it was rubbish. When you gave that first presentation, you thought it was crap. When you made a big mistake on stage and you didn't know what to do. When the mic fell out of your hand, you didn't know what to do. When the PowerPoint didn't work, when the laptop crashed, the laptop didn't work when you were on stage, you didn't know what to do. And you're thinking, my God, what is this happening to me? What is happening to me? Everything's not working. But in that moment, you've still got to stand up and face it and do it because it's you. It's your destiny. It's what you were created to do and it's what you want to do. Now, guys, why am I saying all this? Because when you are called, when you are pulled from where you are, if you don't respond, you will find yourself in turmoil. You will be constantly in pain, in pain, constantly in pain because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Now, I was doing some work in an office recently. And I, I met this, um, this, this young man. And this guy was a great guy, great conversation, great guy. And a few years ago, he spent some time in Canada. 
and he was he was doing a, a master's degree. And the, the irony was, he one of his tutors was 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 so aggressive towards him, and he didn't like the tutor. He didn't get on with the tutor, and he was just so hellbound and getting through the course because of the tutor. And I said to him, "Can you do you realize what's happened? The tutor." wasn't one of your best friends, wasn't your buddy, but that tutor got the best out of you. That tutor allowed the genie to rise out of you, allowed the genius to come out of you. Because as a result of doing that course, he was able to speak at presentations in, I think in New York and some other place he went and presented on the topic he was studying. Only because this one person got on his whatever, what am I saying here, guys? There are some people going to annoy you. There are some people are going to really get under your skin, and that annoyance and get under your, getting under your skin should help propel you into your destiny. It should help propel you into where you want to go. It should help propel prepare you into what you want to do. That annoyance is maybe difficult. It may be horrible, but it's going to push you. It's going to push you. What's pushing you right now? If there's nothing pushing you, find something. Find something to push you. Find something to push you into your destiny. Find something to push you. Because as I said earlier, it's not the destination, it's the journey. The journey that you're on. The journey that you are, that you are, you, you are pro the, the projection then. The, the trajectory. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Sorry about that. That's the word I'm looking for. It's the trajectory. So when a plane takes off, it starts in a still position and it develops speed. Yeah, momentum. Okay, forget about the hostesses showing you the, 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 the health and safety, right? Let's just talk about the plane. So the pilot's in the plane and he starts the plane and it starts moving. And this, the plane develops momentum. And as the plane develops momentum, now there's a certain, there's a certain time when the plane has to turn around because it, it can't get enough speed. The, the, the runway is not long enough. So it goes to the end of the runway, turns around, and then comes back. And then puts all the throttle down to take off. It develops a speed, and all of a sudden, it starts gentle to take off. Gently, gently it rises. Gently, gently it rises. Until, before you know it, the plane is completely airborne. You, at some point, your idea is going to be completely airborne. Not because of how perfect you are, not because of how good you are, but because you're consistent and you're persistent. It's going to become completely airborne. And when it gets airborne, okay, the rides for some of the passengers are not going to be that good. They're going to feel the sudden surge. And you probably feel it too. But it's not going to be smooth. But when the plane gets to a certain level and when it rises high enough, 30, 40,000 feet, and it becomes stable. <laughs> the idea becomes stable. The idea becomes what you want it to be. The genius comes out of the bottle. The genie comes out of the bottle. The genie comes out, and the idea starts to run. Can you imagine what will happen? Can you imagine what will happen? There is a gentleman that I, that I listened to from my marketing, and I've really listened to this guy over the years, and I'm seeing this company grow. And I don't know if you've, you've come across a, a gentleman called Russell Bronson, and that's exactly what's happened to him with his company. You, you, 10, 15 years ago, you saw him at the, at the, at the, at the, at the beginning of his idea, the idea that wasn't 
so good. His first presentation was crap. It was rubbish. Probably three or four presentations after that. It was still nonsense. But every year, I think in the last three years now, he runs Funnel Hacker Live in Nashville. And over 5,000 people attend that. 5,000 people turn up all over the world just to attend that. 5,000 people. So where are you, sir? Where are you? Where are you? Well, five, five, yeah, 5,000 people turn up. 5,000 people turn up to see and to hear. Right, you're here. You're here. You're here. I'm here. Oh, man. How are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, man. This is on the move, man. This is life. <laughs> Some things aren't easy. Some things aren't easy. Uh, we, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you, sir? I'm well, I'm well. Living the dream, man. Living the Living dream. Living the dream. Well, yeah. I know you haven't got a lot of time with you, but today we have with us um, a gentleman by the name of Paul Gray. Paul Gray. And, you know, I know you haven't got a lot of time, so tell me who you are. Tell me who you are, Paul. You know, what's the backstory? Come on, let's go. Let's get it running, Paul. <laughs> yeah, so it's, my name is Paul Gray. Um... Sometimes I have to say, well, what do you need before what, who I am? That's <laughs> but I'm Paul Gray. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a pastor. Um, I'm also a musician. I'm an artist. Um, I suppose, where can I start? Uh, what you can remember, I say? You remember the days, Paul? You remember the days, Paul, when we used to sit and talk about things? We would talk about ideas that, that when I look around today, I can see them coming alive. I can see us talking about electric cars, it was something about developing ideas that was so unique about you 20 years ago. Talk about yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, um, I think when I used to see visions in the sense of um, what the future would be like, um, what, how we'll be working, um, flexible working. I mean, I've just, I was just doing something today, for instance, which is part of what I saw in the future in the sense of um, working with a colleague, helping him to do what he needed to do. And then I'm um, doing something else. In other words, what I mean by that is in this time, um, you could do multiple things by actually knowing who you are. So my creativity means one minute I could be um, designing, uh, uh, designing a, 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 recon, a refurb, for instance. Um, on Monday, I was doing a refurb. Uh, the next day, I'm doing studio work. And the next day, I'm writing. So what I mean is that by being flexible, you could do multiple things in this season. But how do you how do you recognize that you've got all these elements? What is it that happens when you recognize you've got all these elements in you? I think you know what I think you then have to learn to serve. You know, when I recognized I had all these gifts, I thought that was all for myself. But the minute I started to recognize that, you know, there's a lot of different skills out there. A lot of different people out there um, who I can serve my gift to. And then I realized that, you know, it's like black pepper. You can sprinkle it in a little diff lot of different places and get in a good season, if that makes sense. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Because one of, one of the things I remember, I, I remember, I remember, I remember this very clearly. And, th and this was like a, 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 a prophetic moment. There was one time you, you had this broom in your hand and you were, you, you, you were pushing this broom in, in this, in this hall. But you didn't just see the broom. What you were talking about 
was how the broom enabled us to clean the path for that's now and clean the path of using the car. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, was yeah. a, it was a, a path clearing. It was clearing. And sometimes we fail to understand that no matter what we're doing, some things are temporary, they're not permanent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that is that is true. I think the um, I think I think part of all, I think part of what we are doing right now, we're talking right now. But I think if you if you live in that place of um dreams and visions, um, in the sense of uh, how can I put it? 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 All right, my mind is still hundred places at once. <laughs> Don't worry, man. Don't worry, man. Don't worry, man. Just, just, come, with it, man. just come with it. Just come with it. Just come with it. My mind's hundred places at once. I suppose what I, what I, what how I look at life is this: is you got to look beyond. You have to look beyond um, what you have and what it can be used for. Um, how can I put it? Let me put it this way. Um, uh, <laughs> um, Gotta look for you beyond what it's being used for, but there's something in your present that's always gonna help you map the future. There is something, yeah, you, there, is, there is something that, that some some indication of some sort. Yeah, you. I mean, you 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 always have ideas. I think ideas are like seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Ideas are like seeds, and they can be plant. And, and and the thing about ideas is like you plant them in the ground, and then they grow and they develop. How they grow and how they develop that's the key. Sometimes they happen through um, adversity because I find that a lot of the things what's happened to me in my life, for instance, is through my adversity. It's actually helped me to actually understand more so that I am a unique person and my ideas were for the future. But how do you start right now? And you have to start with, with whatever you have right now. So the broom is what I had in my hand right now. Um, so by using the broom, that broom will actually bring me into places. I'll give you an example. Even with, if funny enough, a practical example of that was um, I had the broom and I remember I was sweeping somewhere, I was doing some work and I was just sweeping somewhere and um, a, a graphic designer came in and he was going to the office, he was going into the office to see the, uh, the chief, you know, and, um, and, and I said to him, listen, I've got a dream, I've got an idea and it's an idea regarding um, rainbows. And um, anyway, I just started to share, I had a broom in my hand, you know, and, and I was sweeping and um, he walked in, I just started to share my idea about, you know, one day I'll be doing multiple businesses and great services, great design, great media. Wow, wow, I mean, wow, that, that wow. years ago, great media, um, you know, so I am um, great education. So I went, I talked to him, I started to share with him my vision. Anyway, Alex, I didn't know. He said, okay, meet me at his studio. So he gave me the address back in the day in Tottenham. He gave me the address. I went down the underground and come up. Anyway, when I went to the guy's office, he was doing designs for Tango and all these big brands, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And these big brands. All I had at that time was my the broom and an idea. And I started That's to share. So anyway, so anyway, he then um he then developed the brand for me. He developed the website for me. And he developed all these different things. And today I'm running Grey Services myself, and my wife running Grey Services. My wife's a doctor now, she's a doctor, and she's actually doing part of her. Part of her strand of great education is that um, divide, de um developing a read um reading scheme, um, but all those things was in in dreams. There was in in visions and um, great great education now. So great services um facilitates so much different um skills trades 
um, and the like. But it was all in an idea. It was all in the sense of sharing what was inside. And I suppose one of the hardest things what I found was that when you see the future is where do you start? But these days I'm kind of learning that start where you're at. Start with that crazy idea. Start with a broom in your hand and then serve your serve it to people and they'll 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 they'll, they'll, they'll t take it. But you were talking about great services like almost 20 years ago. I was talking about great services 20 years ago and um you remember I mean it's just the other day I looked at some of these guys like Facebook and these other guys who are who are putting in um now they're changing their branding and even BT changed their branding to basically what great services were saying 20 odd years ago. But I think I've got a social conscience to develop things locally and impact the world. And what I mean by that is like looking at the skill bases what are around us and actually seeing those skill bases uh, develop things and create things. And, and, and I think that's my passion. When you say, when you say a social conscience, what do you mean? Well, what I mean by that is that whatever, you know, I mean, I, I was with my children the other day at their school, you know, and um, they started talking about the environmental issues and stuff like that. Again, with Grace, with Grace, I mean, I wrote the book Chain Starts From Within and I was talking about electric vehicles, as you said, and I was talking about, in fact, but when I wrote Chain Starts From Within, um, the only thing I could see at the time was milk float. So if you see that cartoon, it's actually have a milk float. <laughs> <laughs> In that book, you can actually see a milk float and, and, and people driving milk float and recycling. But I feel that as we where we're at right now is an exciting time in history because those people who can see the future imagination wise is tangible. What we can see in the future. I mean, I see things like, um, you know, you know, structures being built out of light. And I was talking to someone the other day regarding I've seen structures built out of light. And they say, do you know it's actually happening? <laughs> <laughs> wherever you are, basically, wherever you are. Um, and that's why I suppose we're talking right now um, like this. People have to recognize that they're in the most wonderful time in history. Because one minute you could be in a studio creating something. The next week you could collaborate in to build something. The next week, you know, there's so, there's so much things you can do. But one of the key points about this time, you've got to learn to serve. Wow. What do you mean by learning to serve them? What's, what's that all about? Well, learning to serve is meaning that you bring your unique gift in and you got to learn how to work with other people. So one minute you might be leading on something and the next minute you might be helping someone to, to lead on something. So what that means is that you have to constantly see, well, where do I fit in all this? you got to know yourself like the bee knows the bee. That's why the bee is effective because it knows it's a bee. Hey. And, and you got to know, and that's why it just bees. <laughs> so you got to know who you are in this time. If you know who you are, then I mean, I get. I said something to someone the other day, and I said to them, "I'm not going to work. I am the work." Wow. <laughs> what that means is, is that if you look at it, it says, "I am the work," then that means it changes how you look. You're not no more going to work. You are now presenting yourself to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's becoming. Yeah, yeah. You're you're presenting yourself to be. So, for instance, if if you're helping someone do something and you just, you be yourself and you're bringing that unique thing in everything you do. So you are the work. You are becoming, you are becoming more of you. You are becoming the, 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 the person who you were created to be. So what does that mean? If I walk down the road naked, I'm still wonderful. I'm still great because I'm beaten. I don't know might lock me up. Do it in your lycra. You know what I mean? Do it in your lycra. Like, but the point I'm saying in this time, yeah. um, knowledge that's why the scriptures were so powerful because it says that in the garden, that the angels were guarding the garden 
with with uh, the, the 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 tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and 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 in some sense that's what we're at. We we are um, in a time when if you understand that if you have knowledge, you have power. If you know who you are, you have power. And if you disperse that, you have power. So it's an exciting time in our history because things that we were talking about 20 years ago. I mean, I remember when you wrote that book, What Is Your Choice? <laughs> I still got that tape. You know, you know. Yeah, well, it, well, it, was the first, it was the first presentation I did. <laughs> it was the first presentation I did. What is your dream? But you know something? You, you triggered something because the other day I was looking at it and you triggered something in my mind with that book because I'll tell you why. You know, I mean, one of the song I've just written is talk about um, transformation, metamorphosis. But in the book, you talk about maggots. And, and in, in the book, about, and I started to look at maggots and I started to say to myself, you know what? Maggots transform. Hey, and hey, hey. Maggots, maggots go through. So when you start to look, I start to really think about it. So, you know, them blue bottle flies are powerful. Uh, they're beautiful in some sense, if you can see it. Yes, there yeah. is in what they do. And I had done a presentation some years ago and I says, look, if you have a product or a service, if it's good, people will find it. And I says, dog poo. The maggots, are the, the flies find dog poo because they find something in it effective. So, you know, if I take that further, you know, the maggots are planted in around these kind of things and it goes through a cocoon, it goes through a change. And in that change, uh, it turns into something new. And, and so, so that's what I'm trying to say, that this, this is the power where we're at today. We have the ability to cocoon ourselves in our thinking and change and transform. And as long as we keep doing that, we are constantly going to be relevant. If we can, if we can see, if we can see the the potential in poo, then we can we we can charge our homes and our cars with methane and gold miles, you know. So I see a future where I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about vegan toilets now. Vegan, <laughs> vegan toilets. Oh, that, hey, this is live. Vegan toilets. Vegan toilets mean you'll be able to power yourself with your own poo, <laughs> you know. So extracting that kind of stuff, and these are the kind of things what we thought was crazy. But the protect when you look at things hard enough, you'll find something in it. You drill them down enough. So, so okay. So, 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 what got you to this place of this kind of thinking? Did it? Did this thinking always happen, or what got you here? Well, I'll put it this way: when I first started having this thinking, they thought I was crazy. In fact, I went into a mental institution because they said my ideas was grandiose. Um, but then I started to recognize that most people in history, when they were doing what they were doing, they were called insane or crazy. Um, but now the world's gone crazy. Sometimes I think to myself, you know, you know, uh, when I look at things now, I thought, well, some of the things what I used to think about, um, they didn't quite understand. I didn't, I didn't understand them myself, and I thought yeah. that the schools wasn't didn't understand them themselves, and so they only they they they, they turned them as grandiose ideas. But most of the things which I was talking about now, I see it, and yeah. I'm excited because things like shared learning um working the sharing economy the circular economy where we're using things again where we're sharing our skills and i mean that's why i was today i was just with sh um, sharing economy i i didn't have something which somebody else had i i i work with them to um um to, to get the thing done and um i'm back where i am they've gone away happy i'm happy wow. uh the point is is that my whole day ain't been wasted because i've shared something with someone and um, they've gone, and I'm here, and I'm happy to talk to you. But this is the this is the wonderful thing about being humble, because that person was leading on this particular project. A project would maybe take me a day, it's taken me a couple of hours. They've gone. I've still got a whole day to do my stuff. Wow! Everybody wins. Everybody wins. So that's the thing about the sharing economy. The sharing economy is where we're at, Alex. You know, it's where we're at. The sharing economy is that we, we don't have to own anything. We're not going to own our cars. So insurances are going to have to change. We, we're not going to own stuff. We don't need to own it. What we will own is our being. 
Wow, wow, wow. And I'm saying in that economy, no one, no one goes hungry because you're sharing something what's deep within you. Someone's got a hammer, they lend you the hammer. You don't need a hammer all the time. I don't need to have a hammer in my cupboard on the <laughs> shelf. <It's> <laughs> <laughs> why do I need a ladder for one use? That's what I'm saying. I didn't need a big vehicle just now. So I've got somebody who's got a big vehicle and we did what we needed to do. I come back. They're happy. They got paid. I got paid. I'm here talking to you now. And that works with all the different kind of things, the concepts of which I'm working with. So as I said, one minute I might be, one day I might be um, like Monday, I was, um, you know, renovating a, 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 a garage into a workspace. And we work with architects. We work with, um, builders um, and all these different people and now they're doing what they're doing I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm doing something else today that work is still going because what I'm trying to say is everybody's a leader the person who's doing that job now they're leading on it I've humbled myself on that person's leadership because yeah, yeah. I have the information but I might not I, I might not I, I might not necessarily have the skill base to do that particular thing so I humble myself that that person who's leading can lead and they're paid what they want amazing amazing so we all have a part to we all have a part to play. If oh, we recognise it, exactly. We all have a part to play. We all. I mean, I remember the story, you know, of 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 somebody who was at in a workplace, and in their workplace they were, um, um, you know, there was always happy and smiling and stuff like that. And but it wasn't really a good secretary, but there was always smiling. Anyway, the boss decided to get rid of them. They sacked them. And when the boss walked around the walked around the, the office, he noticed that the place was dull and miserable. And when he worked out two twos, he says, wow, is this person who he sacked was the one who brought the life and the sunshine into the world? Wow. And that's wow. what I was So, you know, so the productivity wasn't that that person was able to maybe, um, you know, wasn't maybe a good secretary, but they were a good motivator. They were a good inspirer. So they inspired the office. They was the joy of the office. So if you remove the joy, you've removed pro yeah. uh, productivity. So maybe that, that person might have to be redirected to a well-being consultant for that business and maybe use that skills in other places. But that person had a value in that in that office. And that fortunately, at least the, 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 the boss recognized that to call that person back. Wow. Wow. So let me just jump on something what you just said now. So how is the well-being consultancy coming to all of this? Well, the well-being consultancy is very important because the well-being is, is dealing with your the sense of... Um, how are you as a person? You see, business has to focus on your entire being. We're made up of spirit, soul, and body. It's, you know, so if, you, if you're interested in me, you're going to interest this. Am I in living in this? Am I working in a stressful environment? Okay. Is it only? Yeah, if you care about me, you're going to care about my family. You're going to care about what you pay me. You're going to care about, you know, am I, am I healthy? You know, you're going to, you're going to care about, uh, uh, you know, you're going to care about the, if you have a canteen, what food you are sharing in that canteen is healthy stuff. You know what I mean? So you're going to care about the to total of the staff, you know? So what does that mean is, is that your people who you're working with or your colleagues, are they okay? Are they well? How are they doing mentally? Have they have a bereavement? If someone has a bereavement, they're going to need time to heal. So it's the well-being is important part of um, um, in this time, particularly with the impact of the internet and the like, where people are working so much more remotely and, and, and yeah. the like. So hence why, hence why I kind of connect more so with practical things, um, practical things to, to speak with people, to talk with people. Back in the day when we used to be on the phone for hours, remember those days, you know? We used to be on the phone for Our wives used to wonder what's going on with us, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we're birthing things, we're birthing ideas, man. We're birthing ideas. Talking, 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 and um. 
and well-being is 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 is, is important because it looks at your well-being, your mental health. How am I doing? How how am I? What's my thinking? Am I sleeping properly? Am I eating properly? Um, am I fulfilling my dream? Uh, do I need training? Do I need development? You know, um, do I need a new challenge? You know, do I need to refresh? Do I need um a sabbatical? You know, you know, do I? You know, so well-being is is vital in this time because of the sense of people, as my wife said, you know. People live in detached houses with detached lives. Wow. Um, and we need to reconnect. Uh, so well-being is, is very much a part of uh, the workplace strategy for productivity, but also the sense of for spiritual nourishment. So are you saying that companies now should be catering for the whole well-being of their staff, body, soul, spirit, everything, not just the productivity that they're doing when they're at work? Well, you think about it. If you retain your staff, if you retain your staff, then you are growing your business. But if every time you are rehiring, retraining, um, then that business is not going to last because the, whole, the, the anything what I found, whether it's a football team or whatever, is that um, things what grow long term have long term relationships. Longevity, so okay. whether it's customers, I mean, when I'm doing work. Some of my customers, I'm sure some of my customers just want me to do jobs just to see me. Because <laughs> 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 when I go in there, I go in there, body, soul, and spirit. You know, I go in there. Sometimes, I, sometimes I go in there and I'll be talking with them for hours before we even look at the work. And, and the price I quote, they'll come back to me and say, it sure is enough. <laughs> you know? yeah. So the problem is, is that it's not money. It's a, it's a, it's a spiritual, it's an emotional transaction. And if, wow. I, if I can connect with you emotionally, I've connected with you on your inner being and I can, I, can, I can demand whatever figure because I've connected with you in an inner place. You know that I'm interested in you. I'm interested in your family. I'm interested in everything around you. So I have a whole generation of customers. Wow. That's, a, a, high level. That's a high level. That's a high level. It's okay. a high level. Yeah, but Alex, remember, you know, it's who you... And you know, um, well-being is like a conversation I share with the family because we've done some powerful things. I don't know if you remember some years ago when we break bread together, when you came down and we were speaking and, you know, I don't know if you remember that time yourself and um, Sharon came down and we, we, was having a, we had a dinner, you know? Yeah. And, and, and well-being is relationships. It's breaking bread with, your, with your, your... Your staff don't see you as staff. They see you as uh, colleagues. So when you start seeing your fellow person as my colleagues and we're collaborating to do greatness, it changed everything. And I remember when you came down and um, the power of being in the presence of greatness. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've been, I, I, I remember I was a, a chaplain, chaplain for mayors and I said to these guys, I said to the mayors, what I said, I said, I'm sitting among kings and they looked at us kings. <laughs> you know, <laughs> greatness because when you came down yourself and Sharon came down one day, I don't know if you remember, you came down, we break bread. And I say to you, back in those days, I, I was doing consultancy, mental health and stuff like that. And I said, Alex, man, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing a consultancy. And I charge about 400 pounds a, a, a day. And I remember you two looked at me and says, nah, man, you should be charging about 800 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but the next time, I said, I don't know if you remember. So, so, so I thought 800 pounds. I says, hmm. You know, so anyway, the next time I had a contract, call me. And I told them, I says to them, they asked me, how much do you charge a day? And I says to them, 800 pounds. And it says, dude, that, does that include reading time? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And, and what I start to, and what I'm saying is, 
if I was that little guy down the road, just um in my head buried in the sand, you know, me, myself, and I, but I was amongst people who had a high expectation of me and high expectation yeah. of myself. So because of that, it raised me up to a higher level of thinking that, you know, what I've got to say can change the world. And I found that because of the value now I place in myself, they might say, you know, I can't afford that, but could you, could you, could you cheer this meeting? I've had that. Could you cheer this thing? And that thing has brought me more influence than I ever could do. So Amazing. the point is when you, when you, when you, when you really um, fight, talk about well-being, it's relationships. And when you're talking about, um, when you're talking about this new economy of sharing, not only sharing in the sense of trying to, that those days of um, net, some of the networking, what people do is, is finished with. People are wanting relationships. Yes, yeah, yeah. People are wanting, do you really care about me as a person? You know, can, you know, are we, are we, are we, are we, are we going somewhere? Are we, are you helping me to create my future? Wow, wow. Well, talk about creating future. I realize you, you've just gone into the studio. I mean, this is amazing the amount of things that you've done. You've now gone into the studio and recorded an album. That's right. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, is, is this, you know, um, uh, I, I, it's amazing how things happen. Now talk about well-being because I went through a, I went through a period of time. I went through a very low period of time. I thought I was going through a low, but I was going through a metamorphosis, a transformation, and um, and this is what I'm talking about this this new sharing economy. And friends of ours had a piano which they was getting rid of, and um, you know, old piano. Anyway, we got this piano, and I just start we and 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 and, and this partially sighted person came and tuned up the guitar piano, and um. I just started to, when I was feeling a certain way, I just go on this piano and start praising and, you know, thinking and, and, and start to play and writing songs. So, you know, I went through a period of time of, of just writing music, um, writing worship to God. And, and um, I found that that was very therapeutic, you know, uh, wow. very therapeutic. And, and then from there, uh, from there, um, you know, I, I was fortunate to go somewhere and, and uh, a producer heard it and says, you know, come, come to the studio and, and, and the rest is history, you know. So um, I'm doing that. Uh, well, Monday, I'm 50. So wow. this is... Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting ready for my UK tour. Then I'm going to go international. And then I'm doing some emanation um, films, which I've always wanted to do. And then also just do some things, um, um, you know, developing the next generation. You know, I'm really keen about the next generation coming through. And I think the only way I can do that is just like um, um, finishing it all on the track, you know. Finish it all on the track. You know, do you mind if I play? I, I, I had a snippet of the track you sent to me. Do you mind if I play that? No, man, you can play it, man. You know, I should have said the whole thing, bro. <laughs> All right, give me a second. Give me a second. Let me just let me let me let me let me, let me just play it now. Yeah, let me just get this on so we can we can.
Yes, can you hear me? Connection. Yeah, we're I didn't hear that. For a while then. We just lost connection and lost everything just then. And I had to okay. put it back. So I haven't got the, 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 the tracks I had lined up, everything just disappeared. So oh. I don't remember, right? So uh, I'll try and find it later and, and push it out. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll, put a, I'll put a link out in the group. But what inspired the, the, the I Fly? You know what? Let me see if I jump on the piano. I'll do something live for you, bro. Let me see if I can do something live for you. I'm just going to go jump it. Okay. Yeah, not, not like I'm live. I was just uh, get 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 the... um Get the thing. I'm gonna, let me just... I'm on live. The family's here, so... Jeremiah's there. Let me just jump on the piano live. So I've just stepped into the house. Okay. So this is live. So this is not the version, but this is actually how I do it live. You know, can you hear the piano? Can you hear it? Yes, I can hear it. All right, so this is what this is how this first this song first started. So it was this. Like that, <laughs> wow, man, wow, wow, that, that, that was awesome, man. That, that was yeah. awesome, that was awesome. And I fly, but I fly by Paul Gray, man, yeah. man. I'm sorry I didn't have the track, man, because it, it, it's really inspiring. It, it's really inspiring listening to you, Paul, knowing the yeah. journey that you where you've come from and where you are now, and you're still talking about the future, you're still looking to, to, to birth new things into the horizon. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and just to say, you know, you asked me how that song, what that song is, is it is actually the metamorphosis, you know, it is the uh, from the caterpillar from the crawling to the flight, and the process in between, and 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 it's all usable, you know, God uses all. Of it. I I'm very much believe that that all of our lives, we don't understand the full, um, uh, the order of things, but the key point is 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 that. Things which we might have been, well, I was talking about 20 years ago. Was I mature enough to execute? Was I mature enough 30 years ago to execute? I don't think I was. And if I did execute them, I probably wouldn't need to be here right now. So I, I recognize like a good wine, things take time. Wow. Um, it, wow. it takes time to mature 
and it takes time to be in that cocoon. It takes time and no one can pull you out. No one can pull you out before your time. No one can pull you out of, of the cocoon state before it's time. It might feel, it's either you think it's a depressive place or it's actually the place, the dark room where a beautiful photograph is gonna be, is gonna be um, explode, exploded to the world. So the dark room is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. It's a place for imagination. It's a place of growth. It's a place of development. Um, in fact, when you, and I think we constantly go through the cocoon stage from child to adulthood to different areas, where it's learning from um, patience to um, knowledge, you know, um, the cocoon state is a constant, um, a constant, and the more you go in the cocoon, is the more you're able to show different colors. So, it, 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 the dark room is important, the incubation yeah. period is important because at some point you're going to birth into the world what you've got. Your genius That's is going to come out, it has Absolutely. to come out. It has to, it has to come out. And the thing about it, you know, I'm, 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 there's a new trend where I'm pushing, Alex, and it's called Tramp. It's called Tramp, and, and what it is, it's, it's reusing. Um, clothing, you know, like my brother's shoes. My brother, I got my brother's shoes. What I use, and my dad's um, trousers. I've retailed them and stuff like that, and I look vintage. And I've called it Tramp. The style is called Tramp. And when people see you, they say, "Man, you look, you look Tramp, man." They say, you "Look trash." <laughs> so, the idea, so the idea is that when people look at you, they say, "Man, this is Tramp," and they say, "Yeah, man, trash." You know. <laughs> so you know, I think that. It's wonderful because it really, we, you know, we grew up with tailoring and stuff like that. So I, I do believe that the skills, the communication, that the, where we're at right now is a great time. If you have an imagination, you know, wow. people are moving away from the mass production into the skill base, into be unique. Wow. Well, man, what can I say? You know, it, it's, it's, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you, Paul. An inspiration <laughs> talking to you. It's always a pleasure talking to you, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, Tell us about when the album is coming out, where it's going to be, and where we can get our hands on it. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out Monday the 16th. I'll be 50 Monday the 16th. And, and so we part of that celebration and thanksgiving to God, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's coming out the 16th of um, March, and it's going to be a platinum. So it's coming out the 16th of March. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, all of those platforms. And... Um, and just watch out for the tour. The one-man show is coming, you know, so be watch out for that. And that'll be involved singing. The one-man show is coming. Coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. You ain't seen nothing yet. The one-man show is, 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 is going to be trash. <laughs> That's the new one, Brendan. The one-man show is coming, yeah? The one-man show is coming. One man. What? It's only one man. That's what he's one man. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Paul, I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you so much for sharing with us your heart. And, you know, and if there's one word you want to give this generation, what would that word be for now? What would it be? Let's give you time wow. to connect. Your great thoughts now. Greatness is coming out now. Greatness is about to be unleashed into the world. What would those thoughts be for this generation now? Never lose sight of hope. Never, never lose. Never lose your hope. Never lose your hope. Never lose your hope. Never lose your hope. Your hope is the most valuable thing you have. 
Never lose your hope. Never lose your dream. And trust God. Never lose your hope. Never lose your dream. And trust God. I believe with these three dynamics, you have everything. Never lose hope. Never lose your dream. And trust God. Because all of these three, they, 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 they are tangible. And they are, they, are, they are the substance which lasts forever. And so why I've always kept a young mind. Ah, that's what I was going to say. I can just say this quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah, okay, go on, go on, go on, go on. The ants won't take the popper. You know, from the, the maggots I was talking about, the ants won't yeah. touch it because of where they have come from. The ants won't touch it because obviously what these things have been feeding on. And that showed me something of what the eternal is. Depending on what I've been feeding on, it means that the stuff can't, there's some things that can never penetrate my mind to bring me to total dissolution or, or loss. Because the, 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 even, even, even the things which we want to take can't do that because what I'm built up internally is eternal, so it can't be eaten. Wow, 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 wow. That's what hope is. That's what dreams are. That's what trusting in God is. You can't, there's nothing substance, no bomb, nothing what's created, no emotion. What cannot be overcome by having a hope and having a dream and trusting God? So just like that maggot turned into a blue bottle, it's got an amazing, it can't, people don't like it, but you know what? There's beauty, if you can see it. Wow. Paul, thank you so much for coming on today, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Give my love to the family. Yes, thank you. Thank I you. hope to see you soon, man. I hope to see you soon. One man show! One man show! One man show! Say that again! One man show! One man show! But I fly platinum 16th of March! Get it and fly! 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 Like a bird! Fly! But I fly! Thank you so much, Paul! Thank you so much! You are listening to the Message Talk Show and Podcast. Do you believe you have something to share? Do you believe you have something to contribute? Do you have a story to tell the world, to share with your community? Gandhi said, man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So join us on the Message Talk Show and Podcast with host Alex Gordon.